Hey everyone, you're listening to the Snowplow Show. This is RBCP. This show is sponsored by Rand Althor. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Rand is a Patreon person who is sponsoring today's show. So thanks, Rand Althor. So today is not a wacky morning show. Today is a nighttime show. I just finished listening to the Dwight show. Uh, I guess Dwight, a.k.a. Ken from Prank Call Nation, is doing his own show now on uh, prankcallnation.com. And it was... It was alright. I don't know. I don't know. I actually kind of sucked. I wouldn't listen to it if I were you. No, I'm just kidding. It was, it was a good show. Everyone should listen to it. It's on the show reel. I'll, I will put a link to his show in the show notes on the show reel. On the Prank Call Nation show reel. Also, this is a pre-recorded show, so no, you did not miss a live show like you did last time I did a show. This is pre-recorded, so it's okay. Don't worry. Everything's fine. Hey, do you guys remember on the last show I was complaining that I needed something to organize my music with? I've just been, you know, using directories and playing stuff directly from directories, and I miss iTunes. As much as I hated iTunes, I kind of miss starting to miss iTunes. Uh, I found something. It's called Media Monkey. Uh, Quite a few people have suggested things. Uh, I ended up going with Media Monkey, and it seems like a nice program. I put it on two computers... It's, it's a lot like iTunes, but without the iTunes, which is nice. So it's okay. You don't need to suggest any more crazy um, programs for me to organize my music. I'm giving Media Monkey a try. If you have something better, you can try to suggest it on phonelosers.org. But I don't know. I'm kind of liking this. So I just don't want you guys to worry. You know, it's okay. Everything's fine. I found a music organizer. I'm going to start using it on the shows to play music. Like the bangles that I played earlier. Why else would I play that if I hadn't just, you know, happened to come across it on Media Monkey? Tonight, I'm just going to be doing requests. I'm going to try and get through some of these requests. Uh, I, I've found that I'm um, doing Yelp calls at nighttime. Doesn't usually work out that great, so let's do some requests. Here's a number that was sent to me. The person's name is Bronwyn. And there's a suggestion... I'm, uh, it says that she's a nanny, and I need to tell her that I need a nanny for my mongoloid child, and to give a backstory that I had sex with my cousin, and that the child's not to be let out of the basement, and of course I'm just going to ignore all your suggestions and, and, and do this. That'll teach you to make suggestions. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'll, I'll try and work my way up to that, but I'm going to start in a different spot. Hello. Hi, is this Bronwyn? Yes. Hello, this is Darren from T-Mobile. Hi. Hi, were you having um, problems with your wireless phone? You're having problems with my wireless phone? Well, we show that you've you've uh, run up your long-distance bill, like it's up to $3,800 right now. Uh, 
I haven't made any long distance calls at all. Oh, there's been so much long distance calls and like in-app purchases. And it looks like you have a virus on your phone. And like hackers have taken over your phone and they're just charging all this stuff to it. Uh-oh. But we're going to have to shut off your long distance. That's fine. I haven't been making any long distance calls at all. Okay, well, don't get an attitude with me. Yeah, they've been... Oh, um, I'm not trying to. They've just they've taken over your entire phone. Like they, It looks like they have access to your camera, so they can see everything that your camera sees. Really? Yeah, and they can hear everything on the microphone, even when you're not on the phone. And they can make calls come from your phone. To like This is a really, really late time for you to be calling me, though. Are you sure you're not some, like, you're just messing with me? No, no, it's because it's an emergency, because like, we see all this activity, and they're doing all these things on your phone. So I thought you might want to know that so you could shut your phone off. But the only problem is, like, if you shut it off, they can turn it back on because they have control of your phone. Who does? The hackers. They've got this malware thing. It's called the ENDS botnet. Are you going to charge me $3,000? Well, yeah, until we get it all figured out and make sure that it was really the hackers and not you. They've, they've got, like, just access to everything on your phone, though. You might, Are you serious? You might want to just, like, wipe out your phone. Like, they have all your f- How do you- family's info, like, all any notes and any pictures that are in there. They're probably uploading it all to revengeporn.com, for all we know. What do you mean, revenge porn? Well, I'm just saying if there's any dirty pictures in there. Who is this who's calling? My name is Greg from T-Mobile, wireless, corporate security, IT department. Okay, okay. I can't handle this right now. I just got hit by a car, so I have a concussion. So any kind of stress like this is really bad. Yeah, you don't want Um, stress. You don't want any extra stress. No, no, I don't have $3,000 to give to you. I have no friends I've been calling long distance at all. Okay. Um, um, This is really weird, and you're calling at 11. That's even weirder. Yeah, it's almost as if this is a prank call. Almost. Are you fucking me? Yeah, I am. I'm sorry. It's just a prank. Who is this? But I'll, I'll leave you alone since you have a concussion. Because now you made me feel bad. Who is this, though? I'm just I'm just a random person. I just saw your number on Facebook or something. Who? What's your not? What's your name? My name is Greg. I'm from T-Mobile Wireless Corporate Security. But are you actually prank calling me? Yeah, yeah. I just get bored here at the security office. So, like, and there, it's, like, a really slow night, and there's no one else to, to like, there's no legitimate calls to make, so I'm just going to call random people. You're so mean. I know, I know. That's I a just, really mean thing to do. Yeah, I do actually have a concussion, though. Like, I wasn't fucking around about that. Really? But, what, what happened? You know, like, you, um, I was riding my bike, and I oh got shit. hit by a car, like, a week ago, and I've been having a concussion. Uh, it's, like, it's, like, you have headaches in and out. Oh, um, I see. Uh, Were you wearing a yeah. helmet? No, because I'm, I'm, I'm being stupid. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody wears a helmet. Helmets are gay. Like, it's better to have a concussion and not look gay. I don't know about that. I got a helmet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess now. I, I bought one after the concussion. Um, ah, good. But carry on, carry on, Greg. It's a very it's a very funny thing, and, like, normally it would be really humorous. It's even funny now, but you kind of freaked me out. Okay, well, I'm uh, sorry I freaked you out. Like, you're, you're getting a free pass. Like, I'm not, I'll, I'm letting you off the hook because you have a concussion. Thanks, thanks, Greg. You're That's welcome. a really considerate thing to do. Yep, I'm a um, nice guy sometimes, but for the yeah, most, for the most yeah, part, I'm just a huge seem, asshole that calls people and messes with them. You seem like a nice guy. Um, yeah, carry on. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go back to bed. All right, well, sleep well. Have, uh, have good dreams and stuff. Thanks, Greg. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh, man. I have such a soft spot for people with concussions, damn it. And by the way, I I think the person that submitted this, Dana, is that the person that submitted this? Because you sent me this number again today. And, And I'm sorry I'm not moving fast enough for you, Dana, but I just got to that one. It's not because you sent it to me today that I'm doing it because you sent it to me several weeks ago and I just got to it. Don't send me the same number twice. God damn it. God, Dana. Making extra work for me. Luckily, she has a weird name, so, you know, I I noticed. I noticed that it was sent to me twice. 
fucking Dana. God. So things are off to just the greatest start ever. Um, I, I thought I was going to make her cry. That's all I need is making another girl cry. So Devin Gladden, the uh, sponsor of yesterday's show. Was that yesterday? I think. Uh, anyway, he found this interesting blog article. Um, yeah, yesterday. And it's about this guy who checked into a place on Foursquare. And then he got a phone call from Roy. And he talks all about his experience getting a phone call from Roy. And I was really confused about this at first. I thought it was something recent. I thought it was something from like last week or something. But it turns out it's from 2010. So there's the possibility... So there's the possibility that I've already talked about this. um, You know, like four years ago. But I don't remember... I don't remember talking about this, and I don't remember the call that that was made. Like, it doesn't sound like something I would do. But I'm going to read some of it. Uh, It's from a website called twittip.com. Or twittip. And it was written in 2010. uh, That was, like, very... uh, It was March 2010, early 2010. So it was right after I figured out the, the amazing trick of, you know, calling people who checked into a place on Twitter. And I I started doing that a whole bunch. So here, I'm going to read it. Here it goes. It says, the the article headline is, Private eyes are watching you, Twitter oversharing and its bizarre real-world consequences. Something peculiar happened yesterday. I was sitting in a coffee shop near work, as I often do between sessions. Sessions of what? When one of the baristas sheepishly approached me, I go in there all the time, so most of them know my face, if not my name. She said, Are you Jeff? Apparently they don't know your name, because they had to ask you. I answered in the affirmative, and she goes, There's someone on the phone for you. So my first thought was that it must be work calling and telling me that there's been a schedule change. AT&T has horrible coverage, and this cafe could be a dead zone. One look at my phone confirmed that I was five bars strong and had no missed calls. She looked as quizzical as I felt. I took the cordless phone from her, and the conversation went something like this. He says, Hello. The stranger says, Is this Jeff? Let me scroll down on the page some. The voice sounded hesitant, and I definitely did not recognize it. I was slightly discombobulated that someone was calling me at this location, but curious and attentive. He says, Yes, who is this? The stranger says, This is your neighbor. Did you just check in on Foursquare? Now, before I go any farther, and this is Jeff talking, by the way. This is not me. This is the article. Before I go any farther, let me explain what Foursquare is. Oh, no, we don't need all that. You guys know what Foursquare is. Same thing as Yelp. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so back to my story, he says. Uh, He says, yeah, I did check into Foursquare. Who's this? Stranger says, my name's Roy, your neighbor. I just saw four black guys try to break into your apartment. He says, that's the first tip-off. Other than the fact that some stranger is contacting me, that he's identifying himself as my neighbor. Like any true city dweller, I don't know any of my neighbors. Anyway, he says, um, he says, who is this? The stranger says, I'm just a concerned citizen. And he says, it was more than evident that something wasn't right here. Who the hell says things like concerned citizen outside of an episode of Dragnet? The hesitation in his voice seemed to grow with every question as I asked, and there was a faint, subtle hint of reverb, as if the conversation was being recorded. So he has Captain Crunch $40,000 ears, I guess, now. He thinks he knows when he's being recorded, because there's a little echo on the line. Uh, The stranger asks, aren't you worried about the break-in? And he says, if you're my neighbor, then where do I live? I don't know, it just goes on and on and on. And, and eventually Roy just hangs up on him. And the whole time I'm reading this, I'm like, what the hell is this? Did I do this last week or the week before? When did this happen? But finally, I found the date on the article. It's at the bottom. It's uh, March 9th of 2010. But still, what the hell? I, that, that's, I, I wouldn't tell someone black guys are breaking into their apartment. That's just, that's not a prank I would do. So I'm wondering who... Was I talking to Laugh Track Matt yet at the time? Maybe I was on the phone with Laugh Track Matt and Tombstone. 
I know I started talking to them a bunch in 2010, so yeah, it must have been them. I know Linear was still the co-host for the phone show back then, uh, but I checked on the archives, and uh, Murdoch co-hosted with me the week before this happened, or like the, the night before this prank happened, actually. So I listened to the whole show last night, and we didn't make any prank calls that night. We just we just talked, and then the week after that, it was Jessica uh, live in studio co-hosting. So the, the the prank didn't happen on the phone show. I don't know when it happened. I guess we were just on a conference making calls, and that call happened. And I guess maybe it wasn't funny enough to to put up anywhere because I don't remember that call. If you guys remember this call, you should tell me. You should let me know where to find it because I'm really curious about this one. But yeah, I'll have this whole article up in the show notes on phonelosers.org. Uh, it goes on a lot farther than that. He just goes into the whole thing. Um, just goes on and on and on about about all the craziness from the call and how it's changed his outlook on life and everything. And I guess it's a fairly popular site because there's uh, a bunch of comments on this article. And when I scroll down, I see two things that are kind of interesting. One is this comment that says, Roy called me yesterday while at a restaurant slash happy hour. The host told me I had a phone call. Roy told me he was coming to the restaurant to have an intervention with me and my friend because we check into too many bars on Foursquare. That sounds like something I would do. Uh, But then I found this other comment that's clearly by me. And it says, it sounds like the work of those shifty PLA people who have an entire page devoted to pranks on Foursquare users. So apparently I knew about this in 2010, but I have no memory of it now. It's because I'm old. I'm really old and I just forget things. And there's a link to phonelosers.org, the article about Foursquare, the brand new article that I just written that month, probably. Weird. So thanks, Devin, for reminding me that I'm old and I forget things, and this is really weird that I have no memory of this at all. But it's interesting. I don't think I ever talked about this before, unless I did and I just don't remember. I couldn't find anything in the show notes about it. Anyway, let's let's find more requests. More requests. Got plenty of requests here. Let's see if I can not make a girl almost cry this time because she had a concussion. What the hell was that? Here is a request to call some guy's friend whose name is Clayton. He says that Clayton gets confused easily. Hello? Hello, is this Clayton? Yes, this is Clayton. Oh, hey, this is uh, John from Cricket Wireless. Yes, sir. um, With the security department. Our our systems here have detected that you have a virus on your phone. Really? Yeah, are you familiar with uh, the Yen's botnet? I think so. Yeah, that's that's the one that's been big in the news lately. It looks like your phone is infected with it. They're the hackers. They're using your phone to call Nigeria, like all these foreign countries, and they're charging it to you. Like your phone bills up to six thousand dollars right now. What? Yep. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh, you're gonna have to get that virus off of there. Are, are you near okay. a near a cricket dealer where you could go in and have them remove the virus? Like a cricket store? Yes. Or, or are you at home right now? Like, we could walk you through the steps? Yeah, I'm at home. They're, they're, they're using, like, the uh, they've taken control of the entire phone. Like, they can see your camera and hear your microphone. And they're launching all these attacks from your phone. Like, all these uh, hacker attacks. What in the good God... Yeah, it's been like this for uh, over three weeks now, it looks like. You're, did you download maybe uh, some... Were you on some sort of a porn site maybe on your phone? Because that's where a lot of the viruses come from. Uh, no, my brother borrowed it for about a week. Oh, that's probably it. It's probably your brother's fault. Oh, damn it. I can run up to the cricket store real quick and have them take care of it. Okay, or I could walk you through the steps over the phone if you want. Be the same. Uh, well, honestly, I mean, it would be easier. Oh, it'd probably be easier. Just to, like it's really easy. Do you have peanut butter at your home? Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. We need, we'll just need to go get the peanut butter. Okay. It's pretty easy. Like if you could just grab that, and I'll, I'll walk you right through it. Yeah, I've, I've got Jeff in my hand. Okay, and um, 
you have like a smartphone, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just you're gonna lay the phone down, uh, the side up that has the mic, the earphone and microphone on it. You know, the screen side up, and and um, yes. spread like a thin layer of peanut butter over it with a knife. That that'll be mm-hmm. step number one. All right. All right. What? Well, I'm I'm writing all this down right now. Oh no! If we just do it over the phone, we'll just um, take care of it right now, real quick. Okay, fantastic. I mean, I've got you on speakerphone, so I'm kind of doing all this. Okay, so uh, you're putting the peanut butter on the phone. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to get it everywhere. I got to take my phone case off. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, try not to get it in the the earphone in in the earpiece. You know. Alright, what's that? What's next? Okay, um, are you gonna, have you done the peanut butter thing yet? Uh, yeah. Just on one side of the phone, right? Yes. Okay, now if you could turn it over and do the other side. Okay. Alright. Did you really put peanut butter in your phone? Hell no. Do you think I'm that stupid? No, not really. It was a good sound effects there you're making, though. <laughs> I, I try. Yeah. Uh, no, seriously, though, what is this? Oh, no, you really do have the virus. You really do need to go to a cricket store immediately. <laughs> this is just like a security training thing we do, you know, and just make sure that you don't fall for any scams over the phone. Because uh, we've had a problem with this. People calling up and peanut buttering their phones. <laughs> okay, you have no idea. Like I was like, what in the hell is this guy telling me to do? I was like... Well, because I know there was a thing called caller ID faker, and you could type in any number you wanted, and it would pop up, and it would still go through as a call. I've had my friends call me from so many different numbers, it's ridiculous. Oh. But I... <laughs> you gotta watch those friends of yours. Yeah. Um, so I do need to go to the cricket store. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm calling from the cricket call center, and they've their um, your your phone really is. It's up to like uh, five thousand eight hundred and thirty three dollars right now for uh, charges to Nigeria. Oh my god! If, if you put peanut, right, peanut in butter, all honesty, if you put peanut, as soon as I get there, what in the hell? Like, uh, I'm not gonna have to pay that bill, am I? Oh, no, we just it's a virus, so I, I think the cricket guy will take care of it. Okay. And if you put just like a little dab of peanut butter over the camera lens, they won't be able to see through your camera. <laughs> You're really hooked on this peanut butter thing, aren't you? I'm sorry, but I'm not putting peanut butter on a $300 phone. Yeah, I, I just... And I've, an idiot. I've <laughs> been here at the call center for like six hours now, and I still haven't had lunch, so I just have peanut butter on the mind. Uh, no, I understand. I, I think it's hysterical. It's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good luck with that. I mean, yeah, just take it into the store. They should take care of you. All right. Awesome. Uh, thank you for the heads up, man, and uh, letting me know. Um, and, uh, yeah, thanks for the laughs, man. Uh, that actually kind of brightened my day a little bit. Oh. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Okay. Well, have a nice day. Take it easy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, um, those of you thinking about getting a cricket phone, uh, you know, to replace, you know, do you want to save a little bit of money, get a cricket phone, replace your Verizon or your AT&T or whatever, just remember how bad that guy sounded on his smartphone just now. Could barely understand anything he was saying. It's like he had peanut butter in his microphone. That, that is my public service announcement for this show. Do, do not get cricket, because that's what they all sound like. Not that anyone uses their phone for talking anymore, but I'm just saying... If that's what you want to do, if you want to talk on your phone, that's the quality that you can expect from Cricket Wireless. Clayton almost had me fooled, though. I, I thought he was really putting peanut butter on his phone. By the way, person who submitted this, I did call Clayton's work also. I tried to do a reference check on him. I edited it out of here because it didn't work out. Uh, nobody was there to do the reference check, and the person I was talking to didn't know Clayton. So that didn't go too well. Clayton is just invincible to pranks, apparently. Uh, 
Even though he's on his way to the cricket store right now to to get the virus off his phone. Hey, Arby, I just watched Sex Tape, the new Cameron Diaz movie, and it gave me a great idea. You should call people, and you should tell them that you've seen their sex tape. And like, <laughs> maybe one out of 20 people will actually have a sex tape and really freak out on you. So, I mean, maybe you should try that. It sounds good. Well, cactus, 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 cactus. That could be fun. I don't know. Would they really believe it, though? You know, I I have some prank requests in here that I, I've done already, but they didn't work out too good. And I was just, like, kind of leaving them in here, thinking I'll call them back some other time. Uh, here's a guy with a, uh, the note on it says he didn't believe me. I don't know what I tried on him, but uh, this is a request from Jim. Let's tell Jim that I found a sex tape. Hello, this is Mike. I'm not available right now. Please leave your name. Uh, sorry, Jim. Your uh, old hockey coach from high school is just not answering the phone. I've been trying him for uh, the past week. I got a hold of him once, but it didn't work out, so I was, was hoping to try him again. Okay, here's one. Here's a female. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll give her a try. Uh, this is a request from Josh the Wolf. Hello. Carolyn. Yeah. Hey, um, I, I'm, my name is Brad. I saw your uh, sex tape on a revenge porn site. And um, I don't know, like, it's it's really good. And I'm, I happen to be a movie producer. I was wondering if maybe I could, um, if you'd be interested in uh, being in a movie. Oh, what? Why? Why, Carolyn? You have reached the voicemail box. Okay, yeah. Um, so that was Josh the Wolf's um, prank submission. I tried her last week also and didn't have much luck. Some of these people just don't answer. I'm really into the revenge porn site thing. On Welcome to Verizon Wireless. The number you dialed has been changed, disconnected, or is no longer in... Oh, that's weird. Uh, that was actually a Facebook number that someone sent me just uh, a couple weeks ago. It's already been changed. Maybe they pranked her and got her to change her number. Okay, last last attempt on this, this idea. Uh, this is another Facebook. Uh, someone posted their number on Facebook. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not... Okay, I tried your prank, and it didn't work out. It sucked. It sucked so bad. I mean, what a dumb idea. But I did. I tried it, even though it was really dumb. No, like, that, that could be a good idea. I will give that a try again in the future, I promise. But tonight, I'm not having much luck reaching anyone. Hey, Roy. What's up? It's your Aunt Helen. And calling home. about your ass cream. Come and get it, motherfucker. <laughs> Alright, apparently in that guy's family, his aunt handles his ass cream. Hey, Brad. That's a little weird. Hey, Brad, I don't know you, but we're talking about dicks tonight. Hope you're having fun wherever you are. Cactus, <laughs> cactus. That was a nice giggle after you said that. Brad the Carter. RBCP. Cactus, cactus. Oh, come on, say something. Why don't you do my freaking request already? I sent it like twice. And you won't even do it. I Is do the all the requests. I look at every single request that's sent to me. I swear. I'm three weeks behind right now, maybe a month on some of them. I, I'm doing all the requests. I promise. It just takes a while because you guys are sending a lot of them. You said you were. I, I need to do more shows. That's the problem. I got to do more shows. I will try to do more shows so I can get to all these requests. And say that they didn't pick up. At least say that they didn't pick up. Cactus, cactus. God, what needs to happen? Because I need more Patreon support. That's what it is. 
The more Patreon support I get, the more shows I can do. The more shows I can do, the more prank requests I can get to. I can probably, you know, have them all caught up. Every couple days, I'll get them all caught up if I can do more shows. So if you want your prank request to go through, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash phone losers and pledge $1 per show. Or, I mean, $1 per month. A dollar per month. That gets you, um... I get you like eight shows a month right now. More than eight shows. I think I did ten shows last month. More than I've ever done before. Trying my best, god damn it. So a blonde gets a new cell phone from her husband. One day she goes to Walmart and her cell phone rings. So she picks it up. And it's her husband on the line. So he says, hey, so how do you like your new cell phone? And the blonde goes, oh, it's great, but... How did you know I was at Walmart? That's all I have for today. Bye. I don't know about that one, Olga. That was to me. That was very offensive to blondes, and you should be you should be ashamed of yourself. Um, try try to be more sensitive in your future joke voicemails. I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do I really need to say I'm kidding? You guys know I'm kidding. That was a great joke. This is Grey Owl. Great Owl. Grey Owl. Something. Whoever he is, he's on a cricket phone, clearly. Metro PCS or something. Okay, that's all the voicemails. Let's let's get back to doing things. I really am trying to catch up on all the requests. I've got a lot of them. I read every single request that comes in. I promise. I, I uh, paste all of the emails into this uh, notes program that I use. And I am approximately one month behind right now. Maybe, maybe three weeks behind. But I'd really like to try and get caught up. I'm going to try and get caught up this week. So, so just be patient. Don't send me angry voicemails. I promise I'm working on it. And, and some of them I've called and it just didn't work out. Like a, a, quite a few of the numbers that have been sent to me are disconnected numbers. They just didn't work. They, they were disconnected already. And uh, others just won't answer. What, whatever I, No matter what I do, they won't answer. I'll change my caller ID to all kinds of things that they should answer for and they don't. So I don't know what's going on with those but some of them just don't work out but i swear i call every single number that's sent to me for realsies i'm working on it god here's a request from missy she wants me to prank call her neighbor whose name is joe uh he says joe i mean she says joe is an asshole Uh, it's her neighbor that lives across the street he has a horrible temper and he refused to move his cars off the street that he parks at the end of my driveway even though he parks across the street. He's always about three feet from the edge of the grass, and our street is narrow. Oh my god, suburban problems. So it makes pulling in and out of my driveway difficult. I tried talking to him about this, and he's told me it's fine how it is, where he parks. He does this during the winter, too, and it's a state where there's a crap load of snow. And he's always got two or three cars parked out on the street at all times. He has a huge driveway, a two-car garage, he can't figure out how to use either one. He also lets his four children run around unsupervised at all hours of the day and night. Well, see, there you go. You need to, you need to take out your frustrations on the children. You need to, uh, I don't know, kidnap them maybe or something like that. Feed them poison cookies. Maybe go over to Joe's house in the middle of the night and just uh, and let the air out of the kids' bike tires. Yeah, there you go. Instead of prank calls, do this stuff. Uh, she says they leave their toys, bikes, etc. in the yard. And that's kind of funny, because I'm looking on Street View right now at Joe's house, and there's a bike in the yard. So she's not lying. There really is a bike in the yard. And if I pan the Street View around, I see Missy's house. Oh, man, you know what I should do? Instead of pranking Joe, I should just prank Missy right now. It'll be hilarious. I could be like, Missy... It's your neighbor. I got your mail accidentally, and I'm going to rip it up while you listen. (laughs) 
Oh, that sounds funnier than pranking Joe. But I won't do that. I'm not going to violate the trust of Missy. Uh, Missy's yard, by the way, is just pristine. There's nothing out in the yard. There's no cars like there is over at Joe's house. Like, she keeps her cars in the garage like a civilized human being. So I'm not going to prank her because she doesn't deserve it like Joe does. This is Joe. Leave a message. Come on, Joe. What? Hey, Joe. Hello? Joe, it's Roger from down the street. Oh, hey. Hey. Hey, the, um, you know, like, there's that street light out in front of your house. It's not in your yard, but it's kind of out in front. Yeah. Yeah, that's burned out. Like, um, you have to change that, right? Uh... Yeah, I, no, I mean, I was no. jogging by, and it, it's out, and I, I've, like, tripped over a bike and stuff. I was just wondering, like, if you're going to change that soon. Okay. Um, do you know when, like, will you be able to change it tomorrow, maybe? Um, wow. Yeah, probably, first thing. Okay, are you going to use incandescence, or are you going to use, like, a, a CFL fluorescent... Probably, you know, whatever the, whatever works. Because, I mean, the, the CFLs, like, the light isn't as natural and stuff. It looks like a department store or something. Like, do you think you can use an incandescent, even though it's not as energy efficient? Okay, so the light in front of my house is not burned out. I'm pretty sure it's the one in front of your house. This is Joe, right? Like, it's right in front of your house, but it's kind of in the middle. It's between yours and the guy next to you. Because when I was jogging by, I tripped over a bike. I don't think you have the right house. Well, I'm sh- no, I'm sure it's yours. Like, it, it's back on now? Does it, does it have, maybe it's got like a light detector or something and it went off for a while? Do you think you could climb up there and maybe where the the light sensor is, could you put some black tape around it so that it won't sense, you know, the sensor won't have any false, you know, turning it off or anything? You know what I mean. Um, You can borrow my ladder. Yeah, why don't you come over and help me with that tomorrow? It'd be great. Okay, what time? 6 a.m.? Yes. 6 a.m. exactly on the dot, or? Yeah, 6 a.m. Okay. I don't know if I'll be up that early. That, like, can you call me and and wake me up at, like, 5.30? Joe? 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 Joe, I need confirmation. Joe, I hear you breathing. Oh, come on, Joe. Be a good neighbor. Hey, Joe, we got disconnected somehow, and I hadn't gotten confirmation from you yet. Okay. Wait. Hey, I don't understand why you... Oh, can you speak up? I can barely hear you. Can you talk louder? If you want to come over tomorrow and speak to me face-to-face, I'd love to have that. Okay. All right. Well, can you just speak up a little? I can barely even hear you. No. Are you sure that light's on? Can, Can you get up and just check one more time? Just look out the window, make sure it's on. Because maybe it's just going off and coming back on just constantly. Joe? Joe? No. Maybe you could um, just wait for it to turn off and tell me how many minutes it takes. And we'll time it between turning on and turning off. And we'll figure out what the problem is. Maybe we can call the manufacturer of the motion sensor, or of the light sensor, I mean. Do you think there's a light sensor, or do you think it's on a timer? 
Joe? This is Roger. Is that what you said? Yeah, from down the street. Yeah, what's your address? Why? So I can even confirm that you live here. Oh, no, I really live here. Like, just you can just call me. Call me at 530 in the morning to confirm. I mean, to wake me up. And then I'll come over with, yeah. the, with the ladder. Okay. Okay. I'll call you in the morning. All right. Well, hey, is the light right. on right now, or did it go off? It is. It, it is what? Off or on? Stop. Huh? It's on. Speak up. God damn it. Wow. You know, what's really the real reason behind this call? I don't... Roger. I, I just... I can barely hear you. Can, can you speak into the... You're, you've got the phone upside down in your hand. Like you're talking into the wrong end. I know it's late at night. Uh-huh. Okay, that's better. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like Curtis Lee Jones. When you're like late at night like this, uh-huh. sort of. I mean, I don't know. Is it still on? Like, tell me when it goes off. Tell me as soon as it goes off. I'm I'm looking at my timer. Like it's been uh, four and a half minutes now. Joe. 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 All right, I'll call back in in five minutes, and I'll find out if the light's still on, okay? Okay, Joe is gone. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to edit this out of the show, like the the really long ending of that call. But um, it was it was just me sitting there saying, Joe, Joe, Joe. And uh, I could hear him breathing, and I could hear something in the background, and I could hear him doing heavy, exasperated sighs, but uh, he just wouldn't say anything more to me, so that's the end of that call. So I'm sorry, Missy, I didn't, I I think I definitely weirded him out, but he didn't get really angry with me. I swear, though, I I probably said Joe like um, 20, 20, maybe 30 times, a lot of times, and he was there the whole time. I think I was putting him to sleep. Before I quit, I think it's breaking news time. Here's some breaking news. Uh, This guy gets arrested uh, for something to do with alcohol. I don't know what exactly. Uh, Some guy in Kentucky uh, gets arrested for some kind of alcohol-related offense. He's sitting in jail in a holding cell or whatever, probably waiting to sober up. And uh, so he decides, to, uh, they, they let him keep his cell phone for whatever reason. I don't know, I've been in jail before, I know they wouldn't let me keep anything. And uh, he, he makes a call to the pizza place and orders pizzas for his arresting officer. The guy that put him in jail, he gets a bunch of pizzas. Which is kind of hilarious. But here is a, a short video, I'm going to go ahead and play this whole thing. And I think there's some good stuff in here. Already under arrest. I mean, it's a joke, truthfully. I mean, pizzas, come on. This is a high schooler's joke. And in trouble for shoplifting and public intoxication. I'm I'm not the guilty one on this. Corbin police say 29-year-old Michael Harp got himself some more charges after making a prank phone call. I'm wrongfully accused on this here. They've charged me with two felonies over this pizza deal because I had my phone inside the holding cell. Five pizzas were ordered from Domino's and delivered to the Corbin Police Department under Officer Wilson's name. Police say that officer happens to be who arrested Harp Tuesday afternoon. Corbin police say they traced the delivery call back to Harp's phone and were able to charge him with theft by deception, theft of identity, and impersonating a police officer. But Harp claims he's not the one responsible for the joke. Those about ten people that probably used the phone. So it's of hard course. to say. Like I said, I never heard anyone say a word about Domino's, pizzas, any of it. Harp says he's trying to move past this, working on getting a lawyer. I just take it to court, see what happens. I mean... Not really too much I can do at the current moment. For now, he's behind bars facing felonies for a joke police say wasn't that funny. (laughs) I think it's pretty funny. Good job, Michael Harp. 
But yeah, he he was actually in jail for just uh, you know small charges, relatively small charges of shoplifting and being drunk. And then uh, <laughs> and he does this prank call thing, and now he's got felonies because he's impersonating a police officer. They claim. I'm sure it's going to get dropped. I, I'm guessing, but <laughs> pretty funny still. A lot of people have sent me that news story. Thanks everybody who sent it. Good stuff. I'll have a link to a couple of the news stories in the show notes, and you can see a picture of Michael Harp. While that was playing, I was looking on um, white pages, hoping to get his phone number, but I don't see it. Before I quit, I have two emails I need to tell you guys about. Uh, the first one is just a complaint. It's from a guy named Canadian Cactus, and he says the tune-in streams are no longer working for the old shows. The only shows, only the shows after July 3rd are playable. I don't use TuneIn, so I'm too lazy to go check and see if that's true. But if anyone else is having this problem on TuneIn, you can't play really old shows, let me know and I'll look into it. Because that's right around the time I did a switch on servers and changed the location of a bunch of file names. So if things are broken, I'd like to know about it. So, sorry, Canadian Cactus. I'm not going to believe you until someone else confirms it. And then I'll look into it. And then the other email is from Big Pan. Remember Big Pan? I uh, made a call to his apartment building. Uh, that was the one with the gold doubloons falling out of the ceiling. And I found all of the, uh, the old 1920 stock certificates underneath the floor. But they got all wet from the water. Uh, he wrote me, uh, he, okay, he, he actually <laughs> lived right by the people. I almost used his apartment number, but you guys have got to hear this. This is hilarious. Big Pan says, hey, Brad, thanks for calling my apartment. I saw on the other show where you accidentally called the person who requested the prank and used his apartment, and it was really close this time because I live literally right next to them. The people you called were actually fairly close to two wait a minute what so is it literally right next to them or is it fairly close anyway and um and the neighbors were telling big pan telling him about the whole situation and how the maintenance guy walked into the apartment bedroom where they were sleeping and they were naked and they explained the situation to her to the maintenance lady i guess the lady i talked to and the manager got extremely pissed off and he says thanks and that was awesome and he says teehee so I think uh, we need some applause on that one because that's pretty amazing. I made a maintenance guy walk in on some naked people. They were naked. That's hilarious. Now we know why the everyone sounded so uh, you know excitable when I called back that last time. <laughs> they were freaking out. Oh my god! I saw naked people. That's all for this show. I'm out of here. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave a voicemail for the show. It's 814-422-5309. There's a bunch of things, uh, social networks and stuff. I've been pasting them on the bottom of each show in the show notes for you to click on. So go and click on all those things and add us as friends on everything so you can know what's going on. And, and of course, make more shows happen by supporting us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Phone Losers. If you hate Patreon, go to PhoneLosers.org slash Donate. And if you don't think we're worth spending money on, then just help us out by going to phonelosers.org slash help and just do some of the things on that list there. See you next time, everyone. I'm ending this show with something by um, that one guy, Bone Cage. This is a tribute to the Walking Dead video game. Sean killed a senator for sleeping with my wife. Jury found me guilty, gave me 30 years to life. Prison-bound, a walker found its way into the road Swerved and flipped and woke up in a hole I crawled out of the window, found the officer was dead Turned into a zombie, so I shot him in the head Escaped and jumped the fence and made my way inside a home Inside a drawer, I found a radio Way there, little girl, tell me where'd your parents go? You get by this long surviving on your own Everything is okay now, come down from your tree You don't have to be alone now, you can come with me Hey